In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland brought to you locally by Smiley One. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin, back for another segment uh, after the Jets game. This isn't the post-game edition. This is our regular edition. And, of course, the Browns lost 31-30 to to the Jets on Sunday with an epic meltdown of historic proportions in NFL history. We will look ahead to Pittsburgh, and we will talk about Twitter beef, and we will talk about some stupid theories out there. I'll straight out say they are stupid. All right, let's uh, let's hop back into this. And, obviously, the defensive breakdown is what everyone was talking about after the game, even, eh, even though I might have been talking about Cade York a little bit because I was bummed out that he missed it. I was hoping to get another chance. And, you know, there were good things in that game. The problem was the last two minutes erase all of the good things. So we'll get to that in a second. And I'm also wondering, I'm going to bring this up a little bit later. Daryl, maybe you have an answer. Why was our multi-talented wide receiver on the all-hands team at the end of the game in a play where he could have got his head busted open? And also, didn't actually come up with the uh, football. And, and didn't come up with the football, right? Backed off yeah. the football. Yeah. You got want to answer that now or you want to answer that later? Yeah. You don't care? I. Um... You can do it. No, <laughs> again, I, it, I I just don't understand it. I, I just, I don't understand it. Like, yeah, well, so what actually happened on that play? Okay, uh, good. Yeah, if you know more than I do, please explain it to me because well, I'm willing I, to listen. Yeah, so here's here's what happened on the play. Um, as the, the ball was kicked and, and again, got, hang on, we're, let's remind her, we're talking about the onside kick with and Amari Cooper is where the ball went to. Correct. Okay, so yeah. the ball, Amari Cooper was the closest to the ball. So as he went for the ball, jet safety, Will Parks hits him and takes him out of the play ball bounces back close for, instead of heading toward the boundary, the ball redirects back toward uh, the field, the play, Correct. allowing the jets to go ahead and uh, recover. So um, that's what, that's actually what happened is Cooper went for the ball. He got hit by parks. And so that's uh, ultimately why they uh, didn't come up with it. Legal though, right? Hundred percent legal, absolutely. Okay, just make sure. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I don't sure. think there was anything uh, illegal there, but uh, the reason why he's on the field in that situation because it's called the hands team, Andy. Yeah, I know that's could... the problem I'm having with it. But I also <laughs> you're not going to put me... the cornerbacks on the hands team because none of them can catch. I know. I, was he on the hands team in Dallas? I don't remember. I just know he's on the hands team here in Cleveland. I don't know. I'm just trying to remember if he was or wasn't. You I'll look it your up. Best players on the hand. I we will respect. I know. I know. Uh, it's not that I'm disagreeing. You got a lot of money invested in him, and I just don't want to get his head busted open on a play where you know exactly what they're doing. But we'll worry about that later. It's Let's get into the defense. Up with that ball, and he couldn't get to it. Unfortunately, you know what I think we're having here, Daryl. I what? think we're having a communication problem. I think <laughs> you and I are having a communication problem. <laughs> You mean we're having one of these? Communication error. Oh, communication error. I'm sorry. Yes. I thought it was a communication, communication problem. Error. I believe See, we're having a, a communication error. I think there's error. like a copyright infringement. Remember uh, the captain? What the we captain. have here is a failure yeah. to communicate. Ah, I do remember that. All right, you win. AKA, uh, what is that called, Grant Delpit? Communication error. Yes. All right. Help me out now. Let's let's dive into this communication error because guys were talking about it and today. And what do you got? Uh, here's Denzel Ward. 
it's communication wise. So I mean, in practice, we go through uh, periods where we have crowd noise and where it could be loud if we're playing at home. And we still can't do our damn job. I mean, when we're on a defense, uh, a guy gets a call and we got to spread the entire call around to the entire defense so everybody can get on the same page. And uh, just when we're moving fast, I guess some guy we didn't, everyone didn't get the exact call. So that's what kind of messed things up in the game. How is that possible? How does not everyone get to say, we're talking about guys in the NFL. If this was CYO football, I would believe that. This is the NFL. How does not, how does everybody not know the play? How hard is that? Why don't they go to the, I mean, I heard the morning show say it. I think it's a great idea. We should have the guys on the sideline, the backup quarterbacks or the backup anybody's or anybody that wants to wear a jumpsuit that's different than anything else and hold up the giant signs. Put Daryl's face on there. Put E equals MC squared. Put don't suck on there at the end of a game. Why don't that? How the hell do they not know and be on the same page that late in the game? You talked about it. We talked about it all the time. Stefanski talks about it. We practice this day in and day out. Every day, are you trying to tell me that they don't practice the two-minute drill? How is everybody not on the same page? That is absolutely mind-blowing. Communication error. <laughs> oh, okay, then that makes <laughs> oh, sense. Let's just put it this way. So here's this is where we're at, okay? This is how messed up this situation is for uh, the Browns and, and redonkadiculous that it is. That we, the media, are making suggestions to John Johnson the third in the locker room. Hey, uh, how about some hand signals? Do you think that stuff would work for you? Oh, yeah, that sounds like a mighty fine idea. Yeah, maybe we could do that. Like, I, I'm i with you. You um, know where that started, right? <sighs> Tyvis Paul was talking about it because he was in the same defense in Seattle. Tyvis said that they couldn't hear, and so they started using hand yeah. signals. Yeah, you know, it was Kevin Stefanski not playing the blame game. I'm not going to get into the responsibilities and, and those type of things because I just don't I don't see that as uh, productive. But it would be productive for us and the fans to know what the hell happened. But that's just me. Uh, bottom line is that should never happen. Uh, we have to be able to defend the pass in those obvious passing situations. Yet we still can't do it. And we just got to everybody uh, be on the same page. And, and it's frustrating that we weren't in that case. And I know. Uh, it happened previous uh, in week one as well. So uh, those are the type of things we have to get fixed immediately. Which we said this, by the way, a week ago. Because that's just when you're in a game like that, everybody knows what's what they're about to do. Uh, it was not a surprise to anybody. So that's the only way we could have let them back in that game. So, again, it just goes <sighs> back to have to correct the correctables. And Which, by the way, they did not do last week. I just want to point that out again. Hang on. I need to take a moment here. I just, I have to think about things for a second. Uh, let me do a little prayer. Hang on a second. Dear football gods, thank you so much for giving us football 17 weeks a season. Now you are the greatest football gods of all time. Um, uh, I'm praying for serenity in football right now. Uh, I'm praying for a lot of things when it comes to, you know, your greatness. But the thing I think I'm praying most for and most thankful for uh, football gods that my blood pressure hopefully will go down on Thursday because you have blessed us with a game midweek this week. And so we can get away from this godforsaken loss as quickly as possible. So football gods, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for uh, sending me that. And how about giving me the point spread on some of these games a little ahead of time? That would be very nice. Thank you, football gods. I'm just praying for competency. 
I'm I'm so glad they're playing on Thursday. Can, can, can we just get people that know what the bleep they're doing? Is that like I'm I, confident? I, you've been asking for that since 1999. No, that that's ah. see this, and this is the problem, and this is why he had such an issue with Miles Garrett and what he said after the game about the fans and that because like you have to understand where you're playing, and when it's been cow slop for over two decades and you know, the most fun Browns fans can have is before they even walk into the stadium. Like Browns games are not fun for Browns fans. And the organization doesn't understand that. Either. At $40 a beer, they better be. No, I don't know how much they are. I've never bought a beer. Well, not at the I, I mean, if, if you read that fan survey that, you know, as the Browns do their stadium long-term planning and stuff, like mm -hmm. it's clear they want people to pay more to go to Browns games. Well, I got news for the Cleveland Browns. If you want more money from your fans, you damn well better put a better product on the field than what you have been since you bought the team. I'm I, I'm just I'm dead serious about that. Like you can't be wanting to charge all these premium prices and all the for all these premium things that you want from all the other cities and clubs and experiences and all that. Like I understand business and and driving revenue and all that. But you need to justify the revenue with a better product on the field. And stuff that happens Sunday should never happen. It's elementary football that you're unable to execute. Like, I asked Grant Delpit flat out, how do you fix this bleep? And this is what Grant Delpit came up with. Just make sure we're talking, everybody on the same page. And, you know, overemphasizing it. That's his solution. Shouldn't that, shouldn't that start in OTAs, right? I mean, 100%. Come man. on, man. We're week two of the season. You had six months to prepare for the first game of the season and to learn how to communicate with each other. I don't know. Should they make cuts earlier? Maybe that'll help so the guys can do a retreat or something. And I, I maybe, don't I don't know, go you know, make s'mores. I, how can they not be communicating? I mean, we have a talented group of guys in that defensive backfield. The defense is talented. I mean, I, I, it is just, it, it is, you know, we used to laugh in the newsroom that the worst business of communication behind the scenes when you weren't on the air were people in the media and broadcasters. I don't know, man. I, I just, what, I, I what's the inner office joke? Communication is our business, but not our policy. There you go. <laughs> Boom. I, I mean, it's just, it's so dysfunctional. And by the way, if you make one play, in the last two minutes of the game, everybody's happy and no one is bitching. It's just, it's, it's mind boggling to me. Again, it's the basics of the sport, Andy. It's elementary fundamental stuff. Like we talked about in the post game podcast, I can live with a physical error. Physical errors are correctable. The, the just not knowing what the hell you're doing down the stretch and what your responsibilities are. That's all on coaching. And that's why I was so hard on the defensive backs coach. And I'm so hard on Mike Prefer. I like those guys personally. It's not personal. It's your guys don't know what they're doing at a critical moment. And it costs you a football game. And guess what? If we get to late December, early January, and the Browns finish one game out of the playoff race, guess what we're going to be looking back to? This week, week. Two, New York Jets loss. Oh, I forgot to thank the football gods for letting the entire AFC North lose, too. I forgot to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, 
Thank you for allowing the Steelers to be coming into Cleveland in a foul mood Thursday night. Great. Because that's always worked out well for the Browns. I just want to make sure. Rodney Dangerfield eye roll. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I just, uh, I'm assuming the football gods are male. I shouldn't say that. Male, female, whatever, whatever gender the football gods want to be. All right, let's, um, let's do this. Cause I want to talk about this Twitter beef. I've got one more major rant to go on. I'm sure you probably do too. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to subscribe to the podcast. If you want to get a hold of us on Twitter or Instagram game day, C L E back after this.